for being here, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. Good evening and welcome in to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Thanking you so very much for being here. You guys are amazing. Why don't we kick us off tonight? Brand new show, brand new season, brand new arc, and a brand new DJs. Let's do a Talking Trek server sound off, and you guys hit it for me right now in the chat. Here we go. Captain Q doing the work on 57. Moonwiss on 29. Tagora uh, on 40. Dr. Tubi on server 61. Shadow Sheba 133. Louis P on 20. Commander Taylor undefeated in Mega Cursions 187. Dr. Phil on European 401. Welcome, man. That is a very new server. Appreciate you finding our content. Thank you for being here. Welcome in to the show. Uh, Royal Power on 36. Kramer on 35. Nowhere Man on 14. Rab, Rab C. Nesbitt on uh, server 145. Thank you very much. Dabrick on 21. Stradalorian on 9. Omicron on 8. Thank you. Akilah Hawk on 21. We got Contrazy on 49. Crushing on 10. Cottontail on 34. Thank you. Reaper on 45. Katie White on 24. Waffley on 42. Stevie P on 125. Thank you. Dark Knight on 178. Marias on 195. Subtle Abyss on 138. Don Zeno on 136. Odysseus on server 11. And Dominus Prime on 53. DC Two Toes on 31. Captain's Log on 63. Jackson of Dawn on 24. Scale back from the Outback on 193. Snack Attack on 42. Raj Al Ghul on server 138. Jace on 44. Jay Carlo on 46. What a great list. It keeps on going, Karkin. Rasgar on 30. What's going on? Chris Sonomac on 40, Paolo on 34, Papa Smurf hanging out in the chat, Hoggy Style on 56, Shorts on 29, Wolfwood on 49, Kinrun on server 32, Counselor Hef on server 20, Tarpitude on server 70, Lord Sunday on server 200. How, how much longer is this daggone opening, Karkin? What the heck is going on? <laughs> do we normally do we normally banter a little bit more? Do I normally read this many names? Good God. You were right there at the end. God. Jeez, cuts you off. Jamie Christmas. I feel like that went way longer than normal. Uh, do apologize. I'm out of breath. I'm going to catch my breath now, okay? Uh, good evening, everybody. Appreciate-, <laughs> Appreciate you guys being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Appreciate you guys so very much for being here. Uh, whether you're in podcast form, whether you're in our live studio audience, whether you're on Twitch right now, hello. If you're on YouTube, wherever it is, uh, maybe Amazon, maybe iHeartRadio, maybe uh, Podbean, maybe what's something else Jules uh Amazon right Google uh YouTube music um podcaster there's something discord with dis- there's something reddit. with beans out there Re- wait reddit people watch us on reddit okay cool uh on your on your on your apple watch they could do that too there listen we're all over the place we thank you guys very much for hanging out thank all God. media beans all media beans uh thank you guys very much for being here uh my name is ultimate djs thank you so very very much happy arc fall everybody we've got a lot to talk about so what we're going to do tonight is shift the format a little bit first of all bubba joe is not here he had a ridiculous day at work uh as kind of did I, as I've had for like the last couple of months. Uh, I have great news to share with you guys, though. I already called Bubba and shared everything with him. I'm super excited to share this with you guys. Uh, So I'm going to tell you guys that uh, here in just a moment or two. But we also have a situation that we want to talk about. 
uh, with this whole holodeck solo leaderboard thing today, Jules. But really, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time just, you know, arguing about stuff. We can, when Bubba comes over, he's going to argue with me, Jules. All right, we can talk and argue and probably not argue, to be honest with you, about this whole solo leaderboard thing, but I know that he has commentary on it. Really, what I want to do tonight, just because it's a little bit of a later show, I've got a great lineup for you guys tonight. I've got the crazy mad scientists themselves. We've got uh, Jules Verne is here. That's right, Jules is here. Yes, Jules Verne is here, everybody. Boom. Uh, yes, Jules, welcome in. Appreciate you being here. You have been working tirelessly. From what I understand, you and Blue have been just spreadsheet maniacs here this afternoon, right? This is what we do. This is what we do. So we've got uh, we we've got eat. them. We don't sleep. <laughs> we just make charts. All right. Uh, of course, as you heard, Jules Verne is here. But we also have the one, the only, Blue Mandalorian is here. Blue, what are you doing? How is it going to you? Thank you. Appreciate you very much. Uh, I'm very excited to have you and Jules on tonight. Plus, coming up in our second segment, we have a special guest tonight. Uh, Blue and Jules, I don't even know. I think I told Blue about it because Blue is our crew guy. But we've got a guy out there who's been doing a lot of crew testing. You guys know him. He's very active in the Discord. You know him and love him as everywhere it matters. Oh, That's why I, I hate this stupid game. That's his... <laughs> <laughs> that could be his intro song right there. Oh, That's why man, I, I hate this stupid game. Uh, everywhere it matters. <laughs> it's, the filler, it's the filler one. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one I use when I don't have anything else. Okay. Uh, everywhere it matters. We'll be here tonight to talk to you guys about crewing because listen, there's not a lot of these cells out there and the cells crazy enough. Blue, you and I were talking about this earlier. They're kind of valuable right now, especially at the front end of this loop. So we've got to be very, very, very careful in how we're using these cells and going in and dying after one or two hostels because we don't have the right crew. That's going to be really frustrating, really hard for a lot of you guys. So we've got Blue Mandalorian and Everywhere It Matters here to talk to you guys about crew. They've both been gathering data all day long. We're very, very excited to have both of those guys here to talk to you so that you can maximize the efficiency of the few cells that you're getting right now. So I'm very, very pleased. So you can get a bonus. That's right. They, they listen. Uh, everywhere it matters, true or false, you may or may not have blown a cell or two today and are here to tell the tale of regret, right? Blue, same thing for you. You went in, you tried something. It might have worked. It might not have worked. But either way, uh, we're here to tell other people how it can work better for you guys. So uh, we're going to do that tonight. Again, as I mentioned, uh, this is Talking Trek Live. No news tonight, no fluffer, no no commercial breaks. We're going to get straight through it. Uh, Twitch is still going to require me to take breaks, so we're going to do the very first one. And and I say I didn't have stupid news, Karkin, but you inspired me. You inspired me yes. to write one story. <laughs> in chipmunk voice. No, please don't. <laughs> please don't make me do it in chipmunk voice. Um, so what we're going to do is we are going to take a very quick break on our Twitch stage, and we are going to bring you one stupid news story that I think you guys are going to like. Okay, uh, that is what we're going to do right now. And then after that, we're just going to go straight into it. Okay, so uh, we're going to take our very first break over on the Twitch side. Thank you guys so very much for being here. If you are on the podcast side, then uh, you will get to stick with us for the stupid news. Cruzito says, boo, Twitch breaks. Make them subscribe. Listen, if you... If you subscribe, then you don't actually take the break and you keep the news, okay? So we're going to do that right actually, now. 
Yeah. I think we'll just give our best advice during the ad breaks. <laughs> Maybe so. That could be something that happens. Uh, but since I just now sent them off mid-sentence, uh, <laughs> we are going to go ahead and give you your stupid news. Stupid yes. news. 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 All right. Listen, Karkin, Karkin inspired me. Karkin inspired me. All right. I, I have not prepared anything. Uh, I'm going to try to go with a, with a, a, an off-the-top-of-my-head punchline, but I do think that I have a good story for you. I think I got a good story for you, Karkin. Uh, February 7th, 2024, Scopely, day two, launches a brand-new series of events that immediately gets the idea, gets the the attention of spender players out there. As a matter of fact, what happens here today is a holodeck solo leaderboard launches that allows players to score points by expanding and upgrading their holodecks. Unbeknownst to Scopely, the holodeck grants a bundle every single time you level it that granted the exact same amount of materials that you just spent in moving towards the next level. Basically meaning that today, players who were fortunate enough to spend $100 to upgrade their holodeck from level one to level two, were able to take it to level 30, Karkin, on a singular $100 pack requiring or allowing all of these players to be immediately tied for first place on their solo leaderboard. Scopely reacts like a deer in headlights, pulls the solo leaderboard, pulls the packs, and pulls the redemption chest, now therefore creating permanent and 100% inequity, seeing as how, Karkin, they can no longer take players back to holodeck level one. So while the rest of us sit back and enjoy the long, drawn-out two-year journey and the several hundred dollars in packs journey to get to Holodeck 30, players like Canine Tooth got there on $100 and have enough Holodeck upgrade parts to spare to build two and three more Holodecks. Thank you, Scopely. Uh, that is your stupid news. All right. Released the pack. Did you like and that? And they were the ones who paid. <laughs> the pack is that gone. At least half of the next segment. So like that's <laughs> beautiful. I love multifunctional stuff. The pack is gone. The redeems are gone, and uh, and the the SLB is gone. Now here's the thing. There's all kinds. There is all kinds of stuff going on here. Okay, I'm going to spend three or four minutes on this, Jules. We'll just kind of bounce this off of you. There are there's all kinds of people angry about this. Like literally nobody's happy about it. Okay. Let's take, for example, canine tooth who says no regards. Okay. Welcome back Twitch audience, by the way, no regards. Okay. Twitch, uh, <laughs> canine tooth took it all the way to holodeck level 30. Didn't you buddy? 100 bucks took it all the way to level 30. Congratulations to you. Guess what? That SLB is going to run again 
and this one got pulled, Jules. So imagine the VIP's delight when they spent the money, upgraded, <laughs> spent the materials, did the speed-ups, did all the things to place in this solo leaderboard so that the leaderboard was now dropped, no rewards will be granted, and a new leaderboard will be run at a future date. Now, of course, which Canine Tooth and Bubba Joe will not be able to participate in because they already leveled it to level 30. There's nowhere else to go. So some I, be okay with I that. have zero sympathy. Some people are upset with that. Okay. Some people I are upset with that. I think they'll be okay with that. <laughs> they think, should be, I mean, like, but if, they're if not. If you're complain, I feel like you're just like, <laughs> I just like to complain as a hobby. That's right. So they're, <laughs> they're upset about that. Okay. Then other players are, of course, like myself, just upset that we missed out. Right? Golly. Yeah, that's me. I would have spent $100 <laughs> to take a building up to 30 levels. Okay. I would have done it. <laughs> Can't do it. Okay. It was prime shit out. parts. That's right. There's everything, everything. Okay. That was like getting a million blueprints of the ISS jellyfish. I mean, that was the value that they got blue. All right. So I didn't get it. All right. I didn't get to do that. My holodeck is still a lowly level one. And uh, so those people are upset. What are the benefits of the uh, of the holodeck? Well, it's got some benefits in there. We'll talk about those at a later time. So and then you've got the other players who are now going to have to who have spent some progress in it, maybe who are going to have to spend so much more. Like there are people who missed out that are mad that they missed out. But then there's another group of people that are mad, maybe probably also because they missed out blue. But now because it's going to take them months, months, months or years or hundreds or any combination of those things in order to achieve yeah. the same results. Yeah, the worst thing is moving forward at the pace Scopely intended. It's just the worst. Uh, Not only time, but if they wanted to actually put the money in now, what's that going to be? Instead of $100, now they're... Oh, it's going to be hundreds, thousands probably. All right. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, we don't have the numbers. So daily claim changes at every single level of the building. But just ballpark, it's about 1,000 days to max the building free to play. <laughs> So, uh, it's, so this, this redemption chest, it's still there, right? No. No. The, the, daily, the daily drip will be there, but when you upgraded the building, that redemption dumped back, basically refunded you all the materials that you just spent. That has now been removed. All right. Was that unintended? Of course it was unintended. So well, it, maybe the value, maybe not the uh, the concept. Sure, the bundle was probably meant to be there, but it was probably meant to be like fourteen, not eight hundred. Well, hopefully the bundle comes back in a in an intended fashion. Sure. Well, there's supposed to be like pattern buffers in some of those bundles as well. Either way, so it's some it's, resource miscoding. Here's here's the bottom line. Scopely could have done a lot of things today. Uh, truthfully, personally, and honestly, this was a complete mishandling of this situation from start to finish. The communication was there. I'll give Echo credit. The communication was there. But um, when when they launched... At the end of the day, they made this mistake. It was just like, hey, Bill, did you try leveling that up? <laughs> yeah. You know, or here's the no. thing, though. Here's the thing. You know, you know what they should have done. Chalked up the error, okay, but you still had to spend a hundred dollars. 
Imagine how many people might have actually spent $100 if it took their building to level 30. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would have I mean, just taken the loss, right? Yeah, take the <laughs> loss because you're going to have 90% of the player base maybe actually drop $100 for the first time. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's talk about what that holodeck does. What? Well, and I don't know. Maybe I'm rubbing salt in the wound now, Blue. All right. But what could has the holodeck have done for $100 for some people? I mean, this is absolutely mind-boggling. Let's talk about what the holodeck have a- could have done. I right can't. In the lab. Uh, you've got it in the lab. All right, ladies just, and gentlemen. Let's uh, let's okay. Let's talk it's about just that what full level breakdown. Full level breakdown. Okay, we're gonna pull this up, uh, and I'm gonna throw it into the graphics room, and you guys can uh, pop in here and take a look as we're following along. Blue. Let's start with the holodeck uh, before we get into the Zindi loop, because again, we've got a lot to get into tonight. But starting with the holodeck, obviously players are now not gonna be able to max this thing out for a hundred dollars, but. Did players make the right choice in investing in it in the first place? Please tell us what we're looking at. What is the holodeck? What are the benefits? And what is it providing? It, well, if you were lucky enough to reach level 30 today with a timely purchase, you got basically got a, a tiered primes level of ship part efficiency, 200%, and a probably, I would say, a prime level of faction rep, 150%. And thousand percent pierce damage against hostiles. So okay, so overall, piercing. I would <laughs> say you notice a difference in your auctions. All right, and piercing. <laughs> okay, you know, funny enough, when they told me uh, before the arc that they were going to do piercing on this, I actually was kind of giggly about it. All right, really, I was like, really piercing. I wish I could go back and find the the sound clip. I was like, piercing, really? That's what you're going to go with? But nonetheless, you're right. The, the ship part efficiency and the faction rep, those are not bad-looking things, right? Those actually provide, provide some benefit, all right? So that's cool. Now, here's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time rubbing salt in the wound on this. I'm just going to simply say scopely, I get it. You, it is in your nature to knee-jerk react when you guys make a mistake, okay? I get it. And sometimes you're trying to stop the bleeding. Other times you miss a completely plausible and good thing because you're so scared and you're, you're knee-jerk reacting to something. Yes, you messed this up. Nobody will ever sit here and believe that you intended for people to be able to max this building for $100. I get that. Obviously, that wasn't the plan. Obviously, But you know what? This, to me, is like the DeVore Latinum mining thing. That happened twice. Okay. This to me is something that doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. Look at the chat. Brado says, wow, that's awesome. Shiz says, I would probably do that. Look here. Um, Hal says, I would have actually spent $100 on that. Spock says, well, I'm not spending money on it now. Dialing Fall says, this would have been the first $100 I ever spent on the game. I mean, What? Guys, you missed an opportunity to convert free-to-play with something that actually would have been a phenomenal value. And yes, it wasn't intended, but so are so many other things not intended, and yet the players can find a way to provide you value for it. Let's not pretend that you have actual cash tied up in the construction materials regarding a holodeck, Okay. Look here, Lieutenant Fire, I would have spent for the first time ever. Ripley says, I would have done it. 
forgotten sec, I was literally trying to buy the pack when it got pulled. Nick says, if I had $100 on it, I would have spent it on this amongst anything else in the game. Okay? I mean, Scopely, you had an opportunity here. And crazy enough, Jules, let's actually point out to Scopely that they still have this opportunity. It is not too late. The pack just came back up. Nobody's going to buy that thing now. Okay? I mean, seriously, they ain't going to do it now. All you have to do is turn the, the, the level up bundles back on. I mean, seriously, you can, can you imagine how many players in this game would actually hand you $100? Even if it wasn't the plan that you had set out. So many people, God, so many people would. Yeah, remove the remove the standard upgrade pack and just keep the limit one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, I, again, I get it. You And you know what? You save your problem. Everything is equitable. Scrap the next XL SLB. Who gives a damn, right? Who cares when they can get these benefits oh, for $100? Keep it. <laughs> well, <I'm> incentivized. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying they're given, they're given plenty with this pack. This was an accident. Okay? But it could have been a happy accident. Didn't have to be a mistake. Didn't have to be a clawback. Didn't have to be and and let's not pretend this one's a this is one you can't claw back. You can't claw this back. Yeah, we, because, want, we want Bob Ross accidents, not Alec Baldwin accidents. <laughs> That's right. I'm just saying. <laughs> listen, I fully intend, guys. I I do I expect them to listen to me on this? No, because they gotta they gotta make their money. But I'm telling you. There was a real opportunity here, and we're not talking about a couple of players who did this. Hundreds of players got in on this before it was found out. Okay? That's right, AJ. They're not going to... I don't even care about the solo leaderboard. I don't even care, to be perfectly honest with you. Let it go. Let that go. It was, it was just some emblems of assessment, right? And some materials. Pretty much, yeah. Some cues, some cues, trials, things, or uh, court of cue, or whatever. That gives the same stuff. I'm just saying. And recursion says nobody's going to buy it now. I I kind of agree with you. But if you put it back and you just be like, "Hey, listen. Obviously, we took it down. That was a panic move. Admittedly, it wasn't supposed to be what it was supposed to be. It wasn't supposed to do what it was doing. But you know what? On second thought, like." We're actually somewhat impressed that tens of thousands of people are actually saying, we'll pay you $100. Holy smoke, Scopely. This could be a $10 million pack. One pack. Just do it. Who gives a damn? Right? Give it a shot. Players, Players would actually... Be passing you $100, players who have never spent a dime on this game. I'm just saying. All right, I, I understand. It wasn't intended. So what? The whip wasn't intended either. Neither was the divorce. There'll be people who are intending to spend who will. <sighs> they were you know, hoping this was going to be part of their long-term revenue stream, not, not a short burst 
I get it. But you know what? Listen, Karkin, when you look at one pack and you're talking $10 million, I mean, seriously, do you not think 1,000 people, 10,000 people, 100,000 people would buy this pack for basically what boils down to two primes? I mean, it's not as though, it's not as though this is an ungodly value here. We're talking buy one, get one here, Blue, right? We're talking one prime. The piercing doesn't matter at all. And we're talking another prime, okay? So what these primes were would have been $100 individually. Who cares? It's a special. It's a special. It's an early. It's a get in on this while it's going on. Day one, day week one, special, whatever, on the holodeck. Celebrate the holodeck. Who cares? It's literally no different than saying, hey, buy this prime, we'll give this one free. Maybe well, it wasn't have the, it with the reward bundles only during the arc. Sure, do it only during the arc. Who cares? Scopely, you still have an opportunity. I get it. I, community, I will 1,000% tell you that I understand and sympathize with the fact that they were like, oh, and I had to pull it down. <laughs> all right Probably i mean i get it that's exactly <laughs> what they were doing ah! okay well it that's wasn't what happened that was the problem right it was the the return you were getting after the and then that's what they removed is that what i'm they took everything what... down karkin they took everything down all right and i'm simply here to tell you put it back put it back you you could make a fortune with this pack and who really cares i mean what are you actually giving to people you know, what are you actually giving to people? 150% boost to rep gain. There's researchers that do that. This is just a paid prime. Uh, uh, piercing, who <laughs> ship part efficiency, 200%. You've got primes out there, multi 10 level primes that are working towards this already. You, you've got a thousand percent ship part efficiency prime already in existence. Another 200%. Golly, that probably is worth 50 to a hundred dollars. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Scopely, come on. All right. I spent too much time on this. That is my opinion piece. But honest to God, Scopely, this was not a terrible move. This was a happy accident, and you still have time to make it right. And I encourage you to do that. Okay? This is a cool thing. This, this isn't a mistake. It's an opportunity. It is an opportunity millions and millions of dollars are on the line. Take it or leave it. Okay? And by the way, scratch the SMS, or the, leave the SMS out. Scratch the SLB, scratch the next run of the SLB. You're giving out plenty of rewards right here. Nobody cares about the SLB. Don't run it again. Pull it. Who cares? It's fine. It's done. It's over. You got... I love... <sighs> Please do the right thing. Anyway, all right. Now, on to bigger and better things. Uh, Blue, is there anything that we really need to talk about? Anything more with the holodeck? I mean, this is what it does. It's faction rep boost. It's ship part efficiency boost. Boom, boom, done. Everything great? Uh, there's a collection thing, but we'll talk about that when people start getting it. A collection thing? Oh, no. Oh, no. Is that? Oh, no. That, is that That's the, for uh, the skin. The X-Borg. 
uh, refit. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, that's, that's for the skin. Work. So we're going to talk about that coming up here in a minute. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to transition very quickly over to the Talking Trek Laboratory. I'm going to bring in Jules Verne at this time. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, a round of applause for the one and only Jules Verne. Hello, hello. Good evening to you. How are you? Doing well. Appreciate you being on the stage here tonight. Jules, I am looking in the lab right now, and I see spreadsheets. I see Google Sheets. I see one, two, three, <laughs> four, five, so six, seven, seven different charts. Uh, where do you want to start? I, I kind of want to give you the stage to do lecture tonight. Here's what I want to do. I kind of want to start at the very beginning. Bubba has talked about why should we care. I felt that way last month. I said... Jules, that I felt like I didn't care about the Zindi loop, okay? And and I don't think there were a lot of players that maybe wholly disagreed. Like, a lot of us were just kind of meh about it. But I feel like Scopely did probably turn up the heat on this thing a little bit. But there are still some players that are saying, yeah, still not a good thing. First of all, well, let's talk I, about I guess I what's wanna, the I intent of the down. loop. The intent of the NX01 loop is clearly more export credits through engagement. Now, okay. what? let's just talk about why we want export credits. Sure, yeah, let's do like, that. Tell me There's why. favors. We, we know there's a bunch of different favors. Some of them are high quality to us. Some of them mean nothing to Bubba Joe. There is also Agreed. all of these bundles that will start becoming available as we reach the rep levels. And again, some people will find value in them. Some people won't. Now, everyone was looking at these things, looking at the expense and looking at how much they were getting for the grind they had to do for the Zindi hostiles and said, nope, I'm out. Check. I'm checked out. I don't want to deal with that grind. I'm not making any income of export credits. This is a terrible loop. I'm ignoring it. Well, the NX01 came in and with the purchase of the NX01 and the unlock of its refinery, it's supposed to generate a lot more export credits. Supposed to. Have we so, been able to verify that it is indeed? And again, at tier one, I probably don't expect a lot more, but this is what you guys have been focused on today. Even uh, this past Monday night, I kind of said during the during the preview show that I knew you guys were going to look at the safe bundles, the risky bundles, looking at all these refineries to tell people mathematically, is this thing going to pan out? Yes. So uh, if you could go to the Google Sheet. All right, fantastic. And, uh, You'll make your way over to the credit ledger sheet is a calculator I built just for you. Did you really? The credit ledger sheet. All right, let me zoom this I, up. I knew we'd be talking about this kind of macro level here. Yeah. All right. Exactly. So now if you are in, uh, first of all, is this sheet publicly available, Jules? Yes. All right. I am going to take this link uh, for those of you in podcast. It's already in the Twitch chat. All right, I'm going to put it in the graphics room for those of you. Oops, wrong button. I'm going to put this in the graphics room for those of you uh, who are listening in podcasts, and I'm going to do my absolute best. All right, I'm going to do my absolute best to make sure that we are very that we are vocally illustrating uh, everything that that we are talking about because I know that with these charts, this is going to be a little bit challenging. For some people, excuse me, I'm drinking a carbonated beverage and it's just making me explode. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, can you hear me? I'm just, Jules, I'm just like, 
I'm trying not to burp. <laughs> You're doing great. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to keep it down, guys. Hear the bubbles pop. I'm going to end up vomiting <laughs> here in a minute. Um, but we're going to do our best to to display or to explain everything that we're doing because this is going to be very graphically intensive with this with regards to these numbers. Okay, but we're going to try to read I this out. Say, just let it go, DJs. Thanks, before it gets man. too late. Yeah, just let it go. <laughs> we're just going to let it go. Uh, <laughs> All right, uh, Jules, so what we're so looking I at here inside this, this yeah. credit ledger sheet, first of all, tell people what it was that you built this thing for and what it is that it's showing off to you so we can we can use some of this math. Because I wanted to have players be able to compare both what they were essentially making with their level of grind in the pre-NX01 days when we just had free bitter dailies and the Zindi scrap and the Zindi bounties. Uh, what you can have with the NXO one. And then also I've got some data on the new prime that's available export ordinance that gives grant some extra dough here. Okay. Um, so while you're kind of playing around here, I will just tell everybody, if you want to play with these numbers, you have to make a copy of the sheet for yourself. Uh, and then you can go ahead and play with these numbers right now. It's view only for everybody other than, uh, contributors to this. So, and I also <laughs> have to say, we don't neener, have, neener. All of the ops or tier data. So right now it's very preliminary. So I wanted to kind of talk through three different ops levels. We can kind of play with some numbers here. Start with the 42 to 43 range. You know, 42 so to 43 is a great spot here, okay? Because yeah. this right here, Jules, this is something we were talking about earlier. 42 to 43 is a great spot to look, even 40 to 41, because they have struggled the most with this loop. Now, I actually mentioned this a little bit earlier, and Everywhere It Matters is, is prepared to come up and talk to Blue a little bit about this. Um... We have seen a lot of people, even yesterday, even in the preview show, and I, I don't mean to jump off track, Jules, just let me just ask your opinion. We've seen a lot of people say, well, it's weird that the NX-01 is only for Zindi, Ript, uh, sorry, Zindi Aquatic, and they didn't do anything to help the grind of Zindi Reptilian. Uh, you know, at first glance, it well, feels that way, but I don't know if that's super accurate. Is it, Blue? Well, to be fair... The arc uh, is going to improve the Zindi grind because Archer is going to improve the Zindi grind immensely as well with his loop boost. Yeah, they still want to oh. keep the interest in Archer because okay. he'll be able to cover that. Well, but sure. At the end of the day, I think what DJ, you're, what you're trying to say though, is as a ship, you know, and how the Zindis are built, the mm -hmm. against like you know, ignoring shields and everything. Yeah, uh, there's definitely definitely more of a good good counter match jules you and i were talking about this monday night the fact that beck came out and told us that this ship is statistically uh ratioed differently from shields to hull is massively fascinating and 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 the fact that beck mentioned it in her preview video that was no small hint jules right like that was a huge sure. huge hint that a lot of people so, i think are and, not and picking again, up on hats off, hats off to beck that video and it's being in, being so informative oh yeah because without like the ship ability okay the passive ability jewels sure it mentions zindi reptilian or zindi aquatic okay absolutely no ifs ands buts about it it's got the damage boost that's clearly going to be a benefit there but the subtle benefit or even a passive benefit of the nx01 is that you've got this shield to hull ratio and when you look at the Zindi Reptilian hostels, oddly enough, they they skip shields, right? So you've got this well, ship that is naturally the, sorry, Karkin, hang, hang what, on one second. You got this yep. ship that's naturally stacked with extra health, 
against a ship that only targets health. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that is not necessarily being paid attention to. Now, at Tier 1, is it going to go out there and slaughter Zindi Reptilian? No. All right? Not, not Probably not. But here's the, kind of the key. Bubba and I were talking about this earlier too, Jules. How much hull does your normal ship have that you're struggling against Zindi Reptilian? Right? Let's say it's, I don't know, 50 million hull. Okay? I don't know. Maybe 10 million hull. Whatever you got. All right. What's a 40 or 41 have these days, Jules, that they're struggling against the level 40 Zindi. Okay. They are struggling. They can't right, kill right. more than one or two. The hole, it's just sacking their hole. Right. But the NXO one with a couple of tears behind it is going to be able to surpass the hull health of your traditional faction ships. And that's what we're sure. after here. Right. That's exactly what you're after, guys extra survivability so to say that the nx01 is useless against zindi reptilian i think that might be inaccurate i think it it was right. meant it, to throw us off only you can be useless against the <laughs> reptilian. Yeah, right. i think not, it was meant shit. to throw us off for sure but there's some subtle benefit there now dragon keeper says the whole isn't that it's... great from what i'm seeing sure but we're only seeing tier one tier two tier three I would like to point out, though, and I'll post it here in the chat, just like I be, I know it doesn't have shields and it has the best boosted hull health, so it has kind of lying numbers, but this is a ship that can be built at level 40. And according to my, my ship construction, it's just underneath the Coronar in power. So if I was a level, if I was an Ops 40, I would be buying this ship just so I could actually can start getting a like a, pie, a cut of the pie during armadas. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, just, just for power nice ratio and everything like that. Yeah, power, power ratio. If you take in, a look in general, at the graphics, it seems like room. it's a potent ship. Yeah, take a look in the graphics so. room. This is what uh, Blue's talking about right here. You take a look at, for example, this is his lineup uh, right here: ISS Jellyfish, Coronar, Titan, Enterprise NX01, Enterprise A. All right, these are fresh out of the shipyard builds. Hey, Ginmon, these are fresh out of the shipyard builds, and you look at the power of the NX-01, you're right. It's right there with a Cori, a G4 rare. So if you're an Ops 4041, this ship out of the gate is going to be better than anything you have. You know what I'm saying? That's very true. Out of the gate, true. this ship is going to be better, better than anything you have. Now, as an Ops 55, is this ship going to benefit me with Zindi Reptilian? Right out of the box? No. But for players like Karkin, Putz, Joke, yes! I absolutely believe that. As a matter of fact, didn't we see Karkin? You were on here at the stage just a few days ago saying, listen, just multi-ship the 34s, right? You said that. What mm -hmm. if, what if the NX-01 allowed you to hit the 40s with a reasonable rate of succession? Does that not change your time investment into this thing instead of sending five ships to hit four loot at a time. Well, we'll be able to check that in what, like 194 days. Oh God. Stop fix All right. Sorry. I'm back. Um, up a little bit. <laughs> so, All yeah. right. So anyway, I do want to give another perspective. I want to get another perspective with the NX-01. Please. One of the things that you can look at is the Zindi scrap loop trying to even single chest for a lot of people is, is a struggle. Mm -hmm. The scrap trade, which is a bundle that unlocks at 
getting the ship is about half as good with uncommon and already better with rare and epic export credits. Yeah. And guess how much it costs in scrap. I don't tier one, 200 scrap, 200, 200. not 200,000. Yeah. Not 20,000. That's not a grind. That's not a grind at all. So that immediately is a good bundle to have, and you can just completely ignore this indie scrap uh, bundle if that is too expensive for you. So right here, why don't you just go ahead and uncheck that box in the calculator? Okay, uh, uncheck. Under indie scrap. Uncheck it, got in it. In the pre-NX01 bundle area. Okay, gotcha. Boom. So now you don't have to worry about that scrap. Now, you are severely uh, slowing down your rep gain, and that is a different story. But if this is a grind that you really, really checked off in, and you say, well, if I get the NX01, what am I really getting out of this? You're still going to be getting a lot of export credits, and that is the point of the NX01. So, Fair enough. Uh, moving forward, we'll, we'll talk about the aquatic exchange in more detail when we talk about hitting those hostels. But what you're getting out of the aquatic exchange is 100 opportunity chip favors or uh, sorry opportunity chips now uh you can actually increase how many opportunity chips are inside of that bundle by up to 50 percent by investing in a favor a new favor that was released and that allows okay. you go for it every time you upgrade that favor the cooldown resets on your ship part collection and to be clear what favor is it that we are looking at specifically what's the name of it uh has opportunity in it um I'm looking here. It's probably something I don't have yet. Opportunity chip boost. <laughs> that sounds pretty self-explanatory, doesn't it? Opportunity chip boost. Here it is, it's right here. Bottom. Cross, cross yep. Opportunity chip boost. It's right here. Takes 1,900 epic. Yeah. Dang. 1,900 epic. But, again, this is meant to be accelerated by the acquisition of the NX01. Now, I do see in the chat, Jules, that somebody's like, you're talking, what if the Defiant helped an Ops 35 with Dominion Solos when it takes doing Dominion Solos to get the Defiant? Same as the NX01. Not really, Shiz. I mean, I understand what you're saying from a free-to-play perspective, but I'm not talking free-to-play right now because free-to-play can't have this ship for at least 100 and some odd days, right, Karkin? That's what you were just saying. So we're talking about the and, ship like, right now. Hostiles will be different by then anyway. That's right. Well, Research what he's, what is he's talking about that is it cost uncommon export credits to unlock the ship. So he is saying, I still have to engage in the Zindi scrap loop in order to then be able to unlock the ship. But if you're buying it, Oh, I right. see what you're saying. You're talking about through the free to play, and and by the way, how just get Archer? <laughs> well, Archer is going to help that. Okay, Archer does help that. Now, I'm not again. I'm not talking about why you should go spend. Okay, we got to talk about this in order. I'm not doing content for five months from now. I'm doing content for today because five months from now, I mm -hmm. promise you, this loop is going to look different. Okay, but right now we're Maybe talking a whole new about set of hostile officers that change sure. how things are. So. Yeah, right now we're talking about. I, I think it's a fair point to say you need the uncommon credits in order to get the blueprints free to play. Fair to do that. You need to do the Zindi loop, but to do the Zindi reptilian loop effectively, you're either going to do Karkin's method or you're going to acquire Captain Archer, and that is going to become much easier. Maybe even easier to the point where you would be able to come in here and potentially now even call me crazy, do 
a double pull to speed up your acquisition of uncommon credits, to speed up your, your acquisition of all these other credits so that you can get more blueprints faster. Okay, certainly possible. But now once you get the NX-01, once you get the NX-01, then this refinery changes. It's not even the, I can't say that. It's not the, the ex-board store that changes jewels, but you add a whole new refinery filled with all kinds of other options related to the NX-01. All right, this is some of the stuff we're going to have to show you tonight because I haven't built mine yet. All right, but this loop and, and some of the stuff that Jules is going to show us through charts is going to actually demonstrate how significant the export credit income increase will be. All right, whether that's significant so yeah, let's, or let's insignificant. Our, so let's come back. Yeah, let's kind of wrap up kind of this conversation at the macro level here. So where you're earning them from, and and for anyone who wants to kind of create their own calculator, so head back to the Google Sheets, please. Uh, anyone who wants to like make a copy and play with this calculator, you can kind of select not only which bundle you want to include and how many chest options you can pull. One thing I'll say about the safe, risky opportunity chest is that uh, there is no cooldown. So you can hoard all of those opportunity chests until a moment you want to use a slider and select as many as you want. Ooh. But you are still bottlenecked with what you can get out of the aquatic exchange. So i have just kind higher of- ops. So I've just kind of put in there and said, hey, this is what you're likely going to get on a daily basis. We'll talk about the rare, but the rare opportunity chips, which have the same resource asset image, which is really confusing. They're currently only found in PVE chests of the enhanced cruisers, the more difficult ships, the battleships, okay. or in the field trick. So everyone will get a few easily, and then you have to go figure out how to kill those enhanced cruisers to get more of those rare chips for those bundles. And then the last thing that adds Borg credits is the Prime Exborg Ordinance, which they have a big web store thing for. And it just it's a flat bundle that gives you more stuff. And that also is dependent on ops. So very end of here, you see total in bold is what you get per day. This, this is, is what you get. per day. And, and we average. are... I was going to say average. average, but this is a reasonable expectation for the daily income. So when we're talking uncommon export credits, 600 a day. And for the record, I don't have the, the prime selected here. Okay, And this, I'm going to also point out, being, the, uh, being ops 42 to 43. Okay, so it, And now, granted, let's take the NX01 out of it. Okay, we're at 234 a day. That's where we are right now, 234 a day with a tier one NX01. And let's just assume the safe roll. Okay, you're all the way up to 615 a day, almost a triple value between two and a half and 300 percent increase, or 250 and 300 percent increase in your uncommon credits. Now, Jules. This is something else that I wanted to talk about, and maybe I'm jumping ahead. How does the safe roll compare to the risky roll? I was saying, listen, they've told us that the failure rate is 30%. So if I take you're, a you're 70% average, okay, I'm jumping ahead. All right. Fair. You're jumping ahead. You're jumping ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, I'm jumping. Uh, I'm dropping stuff. If you, okay. you yeah, can flip I, I would leave that rare unchecked because I have killed two, you know, three, two or three battleships, and even I don't have. 
enough for a single pull yet. So now, real quick okay. in the chat, I'm going to answer some questions as we go along the best the best that we can. Okay. And by the way, I am not using with the prime. Look, my prime is not checked. If I add the prime, then it's going to go up to nine hundred. Okay. Uh, is it and just me, or is that prime underwhelming? Well, I don't know, man. Again, and without the NX01, you're at 200. Add the NX01, you go to 600. Add the Prime, now you're at 1,000. Is it underwhelming? Uh, maybe, probably I'm not. Thinking, I'm thinking about like three months, like the costs I have, like the chest pulls I have three months from now, like to like to do like my artifact pull and this, like, I don't know how much this will, how much Fair enough. Feel. Now, I, I have I this question in the chat. that you in this calculator. <laughs> And, and we will do that. Let me answer. Sure. Let me ask Jules this question out of the chat. So Yaddle says, so how is a tier one going to actually pull the aquatic pull once a day? Is there a below 40 system for the aquatic hostels? I don't think that there is. Right. No, well, no, there's not. And that's going to get into crewing. So we will mm. parlay that question until we can talk about crewing and to talk about how to best kill these things with the tier one nx01 and that's right so y'all don't hang on success. to that question it's a brilliant question yeah. and we are going to answer that for you tonight all right so jules next thing that you want to show off for these people what do you got uh so we, we can just keep these numbers and we'll scroll down uh but where can you spend these export credits that's kind of the next big question uh so first there's a small calculator in here to kind of tell you your rep and i i just locked it from pretending that you just got to distinguish to going all deliberator. I'm not going to get into where you are now to where you need to be. Just roughly, this is how many days will take you to max the reputation with what your pulls are. This is actually very similar to the path to distinguished when that first when Xborg first released. So, this is great. Uh bulk purchases, all of Xborg research. Let's pretend you didn't do any of it and let's pretend you didn't buy the prime. Uh Let's pretend that you want to max all of the export favors, regardless of how good they are. And you also want to upgrade the X01 to uh, tier 12. So here are the totals of all of the credits that you need for any of these bulk purchases. So these aren't the daily purchases that you may make, these packs that will have cooldowns and will can, can I continue to give you things. Let's say this NX01, it's giving you these credits now, you've reached the rep level, and you want to start pulling things like, I don't know, GFAR parts. Right. That's we've sure. always talked about how big of a deal that is. Yeah. So you start scrolling down a little bit more. You can see the daily purchases. G4. Maybe I want to pull a uh, one chest. Maybe I want to pull three chests of this. I want to see how much this is going to cost me uh, in daily uncommon expert credits and see if I can actually afford that. If I can pull that those three parts or those one chest pulls. Uh, there's also we know uh, there's the ship ability fuel. So if you're really low. Uh, do you need to start pulling those bundles more? With rare Exborg, you've got the Voyager officers. That could be really important. That is, is supposedly their main sourcing path now. So can you afford 550 Exborg a day for just one chest? Uh, and then there's also the stuff using the export, the epic export credits, which I don't think anyone was really looking at at first because you know, you're know you not making a lot of it. But now with the NX01, maybe you are. Maybe you want to prioritize getting that refit. How fast can you do it? Can you do it? in the you know fastest path which is you know getting the three chest pull uh or in the slowest path getting the one chest pull now i do want to point so, out that the cost yeah. of the refit and we are going to talk a little bit about the refit uh hi lintari thanks for the follow appreciate it we're going to talk about the refit here in a little bit because bubba joe has already invested into the fastest path uh jules which is probably going to make you shudder 
uh, because the it does not the fastest path. I don't remember what the the day count on it was. I think he told me it was going to be forty days. Yeah, okay. He told me roughly two months. The fastest path is going to cost sixty thousand epic board credits. He says he's. It's doing not. It. It's six thousand. Six thousand. He said sixty. What a tool. <laughs> That's all right. At least, but still, still okay. If you fine. wanted to do it a thousand times, yeah, six thousand, six thousand. But we're talking here, like you know, at the best case scenarios here, guys. We're looking at a hundred and fifty to two hundred epic shards per day. Let, let's let's do this. If we could max everything, max Zindi bounty, max Zindi scrap, uh, tier one nox doing the risky bundle. You are still only at 187. It's going to take 6,000. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but some people are going to do that. Some people are going to do that. And it's going to take, well, as Jules said, about 40 days to do it. Uh, Dragon Keeper says it's, Dragon Keeper says it's more than 6,000. Uh, Bubba credits? told me it was 60,000. Are you sure, Jules? What's the cost of the, of the refit? You can do it three per day. It costs 150 export credits, but it's uh, how many shards does it take? Let's see. 120 shards. So take 120 divided by three. What is that? 40. Yeah, so 40 days, 40 times 150. Well, no, that's right. Right? Y'all quit, quit messing with me. <laughs> right? 40 times 150. Yeah, it's 6,000. 6,000! All right, 6,000 credits. Either. It's still it's still very expensive. Okay, right, so I got to go take care of my child. I wanted you to look at one last thing before I take off for 10 minutes. Okay. Uh, what does your ledger book look like? So scroll down to that area. This shows you your income, your daily expenses, what you have left over, and then your bulk purchases that you have there. And here's the days to complete your entire bulk purchases. So I think what I'm trying to point out to a lot of players is that it's okay if you need to uh, start pulling more daily stuff because you don't need to max every single favor. Maybe it's okay that it takes you a little bit to a few more days to get to that one favor that you really like. Right. And you really want to actually start getting that refit now. We don't know what it's going to do. We won't know for 40 days what it's actually going to provide. But maybe that first person that actually claims that refit and shows us those inside of that pack, we may all say, oh my God, it's Motivine number, uh, version two, you know? And we I may really will want tell that. you this. Uh, and I tried desperately, Jules, to get this for tonight. Uh, I am hoping to have it presentation ready tomorrow. But ladies and gentlemen, I have been told by game design that they are going to provide me resource and Sigma payouts for all ops and all tiers once the refit is unlocked. And I am sure Jules and Blue would love to get their paws on that so that we can actually throw that into a spreadsheet. And that's going to be very, very important. Because again, Jules, we've talked about this a gazillion times. How can Scopely expect us to buy something that we don't have any freaking clue what it does? And, uh, Show us. I have a request. I have a request to relay to Scopely. Please keep my triple pulls, triple pulls, because <laughs> I do not want to start not pulling the refit because it turns out it sucks. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Even Bubba was like, "I'll be back in 20. Thanks, Jules. Even Bubba was saying, "Like it's a lot of epic credits to invest in something that I don't even know what it's going to pay." 
right? I told Scopely today, and they they said that they were going to try to get it uh, for me by tomorrow. Sorry, I'm still drinking Coke. They're going to try to get it for me uh, for tomorrow, along with a bunch of cells uh, that we can go in with a bunch of different things and uh, a bunch of different crews and do some testing blue, uh, as well as, uh, of course, the ship blueprint so I can build that and we'll actually show you guys what it's doing. But yeah, I mean, here's the thing. This refit is so expensive in credits that the fastest you can get it, the fastest you can get it is 40 days. That is a lot of time investment, Blue, for absolutely zero idea of what the reward will be. You know what I'm saying? So I, I said, you've got, to, you've got to show it. And you're right, Nura. It will provide Sigma, but I mean, come on. If it, if it pays 5,000 Sigma, who cares? It will right? not provide Sigma. Because I am not 60 plus. Oh, well, not for you. <laughs> All right, but Nura <laughs> is. And it will provide Sigma at tier 7 op 61. All right, this is going to be like the Mona Veen, in which it will increase by tier as well as ops. All right, so... Really, 10,000 Sigma is a lot? Bubba Joe says his buildings are costing hundreds of thousands of Sigma now. He's only Ops 64. So I don't know. I figured 10,000 was not very good. But anyway, whatever. Remember, the, the, the payouts of these should not be based on stuff today. It should be based off of what Sigma is a 60 going to want to see two months from now. Sure. Yeah. So, so it's going to go by Ops. It's going to go by tier of the ship. And and that is what we want to see. But I listen, I'm not there yet either. Neither is Blue. We want to see the resources that are good for us. All right? Right now, Vesuba has it right. The only benefit that we know is a benefit is the second cell. That's it. All right? But also, imagine this, Jonathan Ingram. How angry would players be? like Bubba Joe, like you, if you start investing into this thing and a month from now, they sell a pack. Now you've got partial progression. Maybe not a month from now. Let's say a week from now, two weeks from now. How mad are you going to be about the export credits you've invested into it when you could just buy a pack and get it done with? How many epic export credits have you wasted at that point? Scopely... I won't be mad if they let me exchange my my refit shards back for epic credits. Of course they won't. Here's the thing. They have to launch that pack now or never. That's it, Scopely. Now or never. No, they don't have time. People are already investing in it. They have plenty of time. I, I hate to say, I hate to be that guy, but it's just like you sell the half pack limit too and then you're well you know, that's you, fine you bought, yourself, fine you bought yourself like a half two weeks okay half pack that's fine i'm fine with that even bubba jonathan ingram you guys would buy the half pack the problem is don't make them waste credits yeah you have a debt there's a deadline that's right there is a deadline all right so you gotta you gotta make sure that you've got that uh what you're thinking about as well but here's the thing the data that we get tomorrow on the resources and the Sigma provided by this skin is going to determine whether or not people invest in this loop. And I think that's fair. And if Scopely makes it valuable, just like we talked about this debacle with the holodeck, if it's valuable, people will willingly spend on it. 
People will willingly invest their Epic credits. People will willingly get in and involved in the NX01 loop if it's going to pay well. We talked about how the Monavine was going to was great, and then it just very quickly aged. You know, for between G5 and G6, I still love my Monavine. I do. I still love the Monavine, but G6 helps. G6 immediately lost value with the Monavine. It doesn't matter to them anymore. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think that this is, and, and by the way, Motivine, they provided the data. As a matter of fact, Motivine's sales and engagement went way up when people realized what they were actually going to get. You see? Got to do it, guys. Scopely, you got to tell people. It'll probably, probably Scully's help. Just, anyway. Scully's just got to sell the G6 fix, though, with that, you know, that Sigma refit. <laughs> Um, oh, God, I hope not. Uh, all right, now. Oh, sorry, we sorry we didn't think that far ahead. We have talked. Uh, we have talked a lot about um, what is going to happen with the with the credits and the the meta. Basically, here is the the top down that Jules was wanting to deliver you to you guys is what is the benefit of the NXO one loop? What's the benefit of the Motivine resources? Right, pretty much. Yeah, resources. Yep. What's the benefit of the tally, for example? Faction credits, right? Let's simplify this, guys. Rep. Okay. <laughs> sure. That too. All, all sorts of things. The benefit of the Voyager loop? Artifacts. All sorts of things. Artifacts. Right? Artifacts. And the uh, exchange. Commencement exchange. Sure. Okay. This loop is designed to primarily reward export credits. Okay. Yes, there are other things you can redeem, as Blue was pointing out. You've got other things, reputation, officer shards, this and that, that you can redeem. Absolutely, I get it. But the primary thing is export credits as a currency for then you to go in to a store and buy whatever it is you want. The currency, the fuel driver here, are the export credits. We're going to take a very quick break. When we come back, we are going to ask everywhere it matters to join the stage, and him and Blue are going to start talking to you about crewing here, okay? And when Jules returns, we'll finalize our show with some of the uh, rewards, some of the favors, maybe even a suggested time frame into what they are wanting to uh, or what might be the priority in order of acquisition of some of the items that you should be using with your export credits. This is going to happen on the other side of this commercial break. My name is Ultimate DJs, thanking you very much for being here on this, the Wednesday evening, and the first episode of Enterprise Part 2 here on Talking Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast will return right after these words. Here, should I play a song for you? I can play, uh, ooh, Hot for Teacher. Anybody hot for teacher? Because I'm, I'm, I'm your teacher. Anybody? Anybody hot for me? <laughs> All right, we won't, we won't actually do that. Uh, but we do have a couple of minutes here. <laughs> hey, we do have a minute or two. Uh, let me use this uh, two or three minutes to answer questions in the chat. Okay, uh, I will answer your questions in the chat if I can do it very quickly inside this commercial break. Two minutes. Of course, if you're on podcasts, uh, you're, you're not hearing anything. because I took all the commercials out today. Uh, so I will answer questions 
Uh, that's right, Zandies. No, I don't have to give Griffin more work. There's no editing here whatsoever. We're just throwing it up. Okay? Just doing it. Krusty says, I also just threw up a little. Questions. You have two minutes on the clock. Uh, I will answer your questions. Master Yodi says, late arrival, but Cruz out of the box. What should we use? Hey, great for you, Yodi. You are not, in fact, too late. Blue Mandalorian and Everywhere Matters will be joining us here ever so momentarily to um, talk to you about crewing. Uh, I don't know where Everywhere It Matters is. I hope he didn't fall asleep. He's, uh, he's rooting for himself. Okay, listen. Hey, come on up. Come on up. Here, let me hit that button. See if that actually works. I don't know if it will or not. Uh, I gave Boy, you the ability you. to join the stage yourself. Archer sourcing info. Archer sourcing info. Yeah, Tarpitude. Solo milestones. Heroic style. Um, there will be... There will be solo leaderboards as well. There will be solo leaderboards. Is it going to be like Tucker? Well. Or are they just going to be like, well, what if we just gave half the amount of shards again? Like, just because we could. I think that it's going to be remarkably close to Tucker. Yes. I, I don't know Thank exactly, you. but it's going to be. Tucker. Yeah, it's going to be pretty close to Tucker. There's going to be gotcha packs that you can buy after you finish the SMS, but there's also going to be solo leaderboard shards go with it and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, they're, they're, they did say that they were. Th I'm pretty sure they said they were doing a, a solo leaderboard too. All right. So uh, Papa Smurf says, should I buy a new Ford Edge or a Bronco? Ooh, Bronco. Bronco's fun. Uh, what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? 42. What happened to talking uh, is that in an cars? African or European swallow? Oh, that, damn it. I forgot that question. Um, what happened to talking in cars? Asked Nesbitt. But it, my work schedule. Oh, I was going to give you guys good news. I've got 24 seconds left on the ad break. So let me tell you. Uh, guys, I am so pleased. So, so, so pleased to be able to share with you, as I expected, that my crazy work schedule was going to end um, at the end of February. Well, that has indeed come to pass. I signed my new contract yesterday. And um, I am not going back to the exact same schedule, but it is a better schedule. I have uh, decided to take the opportunity that's been presented to me to take a permanent relocation into the service department where... My schedule is a beautiful Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, no more late nights, and no more weekends. I only have to do the double duty for two more weeks, and that's it. I'm off at 5 o'clock every single day, which means we can still do shows on Wednesdays, just later in the evening. It won't be during the day. Um, so I get a day off, says Divine. I mean, I'm working on Monday through Friday now in a car dealership. Like, that's about as glorious as it gets. Weekends off, off at five every day. And uh, and I got a company car, which I'm actually pretty excited about. Uh, so I got to pick that out today. Um, and I'm driving a brand new 2020. Ooh, did you get a Tesla? A car? Uh, they could afford that? They gave me a 2024 F-150. And it's nice, man. It's, it's got a big old... It's nice. Yeah. And, uh, and so yeah, we're at a premium talking in cars. Yeah. yeah. Listen, the audio sounds great. I talked to Bubba Joe on the phone tonight on my way home. He was like, Ooh, you sound good. I'm like, it's my new Bluetooth. <laughs> so I'm very excited about it. Um, yeah. So I, uh, I'm, I'm pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Kirk says, enjoy those super secure door locks. Hey, we've got recalls for that. All right. 
Um, but no, in all seriousness, I am um, I'm very happy that there's light at the end of this six month long tunnel. And I really appreciate you guys being patient with me. What this means is I still have a, a little bit of work left to do here throughout the month of February. But what this basically means is what we would had hoped for coming into March. I will be able to really kind of reset my personal clock and, and get back to a regular routine schedule when it comes to content. The only thing that may be a little bit challenging is the Wednesday night deal. Um, but we're still, I mean, I feel like we can do a Wednesday show at eight o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Uh, to celebrate this, uh, to celebrate this, I will be broadcasting live this Saturday on Twitch for something that I promised you guys for a very long time. This past, uh, this next coming Saturday, barring anything crazy, okay, barring anything crazy, but I will broadcast the entire day giving you guys a 12-hour stream this coming saturday uh noon to midnight eastern time where we will do obviously some star i haven't gotten to play so i got a lot of loops to catch up on blue so we're going to do some star trek fleet command uh but later in the day we'll try out another game or two bubba joe's going to come in for some quiplash late saturday night we're going to get into some shenanigans uh, yes. So we'll be doing lots of hydrating and lots of gaming. Uh, no, I will not be tasing myself. Um, hydrating and dehydrating. That's correct. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I feel like I owe it to you guys. I haven't been out here a whole lot. So Saturday, I mean, obviously I'm going to take a, a, a pee break here and there. Obviously I'm going to go grab snacks and, you know, do whatever. But Saturday, I'm going to spend the day with my friends. All right, I'm going to spend the day out here with you guys, whether it's games or this or that or just chatting, whatever. Uh, I feel like I haven't streamed as much for you guys. So Saturday, uh, the, regardless of your time zone, regardless of whatever's going on this coming Saturday, we're going to give away so many prizes too. So many prizes. Okay, oh my God. Uh, you, you guys don't even know. All right, uh, this weekend is going to be the big celebration of, of my new deal. The new deal. <laughs> Blue. Uh, it's my new deal <laughs> at work, and uh, I'm very, very excited about getting my life back to normal and being able Roosevelt to get back with you guys. It. That's right. Uh, nine to five means I have time for the gym. Not really, actually. I still do a lot of driving, and I still got to come out here and do, you know, do content and, and you know, things like that. So uh, anyway, uh, but uh, that is the good news that I wanted to share with you guys. So thank you guys for bearing with me. I know it's been a really hard couple of months content wise. And, and for those of you who are still supporting the channel, thank you so much. It means the world to me. Uh, really appreciate you guys sticking around. Uh, I would like to welcome back everybody uh, from our commercial break. Thank you guys. Uh, and, and I want to say a couple of thank yous to Ratsack. Thank you, Roger Workman, Isaac, uh, Soyadol, uh, Mama, Wow Cell, Anarchy, Lentari, Captain Jesse, Borg, Daniel, Rev Deuce. Thank you for propping in on us. Gimmon, Smoke Mohawk, Iron Chef, Delisle, Wilson, Brian, Captain Bull. You guys are amazing. Thank you guys for the amazing contributions and support of the channel i really do uh, i really do appreciate you guys divine says djs needs a treadmill for a standing desk you know i will tell you this is and, and I, we'll get back into the content i got an offer i got a sponsorship offer i haven't responded to them yet but i got a sponsorship offer for an exercise bike that you ride while you're streaming okay now what's interesting about that is i also was approached by a video game development company who has created an app that ties in 
to your physical fitness. As in, when you work out and you do things, like I guess through your health app or whatever, it gives you bonuses and buffs and power-ups and things like that inside the game. So basically, meaning the more that you work out, the more whaley you can be <laughs> inside this game. So I'm thinking about actually trying it. It's not, uh, it's not Scopely Wolfwood. But yeah, no, so I'm thinking about, like I haven't had a whole lot of time, but maybe coming up in March, I might actually tie this app to the sponsorship for the, for the bike and like do two sponsorships in one, right? <laughs> right? Oh my God, it's brilliant. All right, so yeah, the game is called Cardio Quest. Uh, it's in alpha right now. It's, it's not even ready for the public, but this, uh, this gaming company came out and uh, said, hey, listen, we're working on something. We've seen some of your other stuff. We would love to, to talk to you a little bit about it. And I'm like, yeah, working out is not really my thing. <laughs> but then I got then I How's got that to, working out for you. <laughs> but then I got the sponsorship <laughs> for for the bike also and I'm like, so wait, I'm going to get a free bike and a free game. Both companies are going to pay me to stream and and I could actually work out a little bit. Scaly bags like, "Hold on, hold on, hold on. How can you bot a, a treadmill? How can you bot a treadmill?" <laughs> All right. I don't know. I'm going to have to figure out how to hack this thing, Scaly Back. All right. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah. yeah, Smiley, my plan is to ride the bike while eating freeze-dried Skittles. All right. <laughs> that's that's what we're going to do. Oh. And talking. Can, that's tough. Can you have it where uh, can, can Scopely incorporate into the into into SDFC where like your impulse speed kind of gets a little faster as you, yeah, as you pedal? The more the more I, <laughs> I run, the faster my impulse speed is. Oh, my gosh. This Ooh, uh, what this, if that shortens your battle timer? Oh, my. Oh, 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 oh. All right. Start pedaling, Oliver. Start pedaling faster. Pedal faster, boy. Speed at least. So uh, anyway, that uh, it, it's we've Someone got has a, it on a servo motor. <laughs> we've we've got some interesting. Uh, we got some interesting stuff uh, potentially coming up over the next couple of months. I just want to again. Thank the community for for bearing with me. Thank you for sticking with me. I know it's been a, a rough couple of months, but you guys truly are the best. I couldn't ask for a better community, and I really do appreciate uh, all of you for for your patience, understanding, and and your support. You guys mean a lot to me. Thank you. Uh, returning to the game, Jules Verne is back on the stage. We are also welcoming everywhere it matters. Welcome into the stage, everywhere it matters. How you doing, man? Oh, That's why man. I, I hate this stupid game. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Oh, welcome in to the stage everywhere it matters from server 56 going to be joining us uh, here tonight with Blue Mandalorian Jules Verne to talk to you a little bit about crewing everywhere. How are you? Uh, how, how can your name is long everywhere it matters. First of all, this is probably only the second or third time that I've actually had you on the show. Tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you've been playing, what qualifies you to be a talking track laboratory expert on crewing. If somebody doesn't know you, I know a lot of people do. And finally, the most important question, how can I abbreviate your name in a way that's excel uh, acceptable to you without reading uh, the 48-letter name every single time we, we come to talk to you? It just matters. It's fine. Matters. Okay. Just matters. Matters. Welcome to the stage. Server 56, right? So you're, you've been around for a long time. Tell us a little bit about you and your background and why should somebody care about what you have to offer about crowing? 
Um, That's a good question. I try not to toot my own horn too much in public anyway. Um, (laughs) I've been around, yeah, I don't know, four years, I think. Not when the game launched, but uh, less than a year after that. And I don't know. I just have a, a knack for reading crews and, and reading up on ship stats and everything and, and knowing how they work and how they're going to work in certain situations. You're a nerd in otherwise, and you like the math. Yeah. Or you read. Basically. Yeah. And, and, and he knows words. He can Just, read I don't words. Do I don't do the spreadsheets and the charts, though. <laughs> he, he understands those hieroglyphics yeah, that he, appear next to the yeah. abilities. <laughs> he can do words. <laughs> That's right. Big old nerd alert over here, guys. So, uh, Matters, talk to us a little bit. You and Blue were having a really, really cool conversation earlier. As a matter of fact, this hasn't been planned for super long. Obviously, Blue and I were, were talking about the show with Jules earlier trying to schedule uh, everything that we were going to talk about tonight, but the conversation that you were having during uh, our prep in the chat room, where you're like, "Well, hey, listen, you know, crazy enough, you got this officer, you got that, this is working, but if you're ops and this, like, you were really kind of going into this situationally, and what that means is you and your friends, you and your team, have spent some cells talking about crews because listen, let's not pretend these new Zindi Aquatics, they're not normal run-of-the-mill hostels, are they? I mean, they, first of all, tier one, level one of this ship is a 16 million percent damage output. That makes that makes just guessing really tough because we've never seen a hostel quite like this. First of all, let's have you and Blue uh, have a little bit of back and forth banter. What is the best crew for these Zindi Aquatic Hostels? Uh, Guard Data 5. For who? Well, well <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, depends on what you're hitting, what you're hitting with, and uh, you know what you had for breakfast that morning. But uh, wow. the, basically, basically that's what I, when I first went into the Zindi Aquatic, that was my first try, was that loot crew. And it's still the same crew I use against the Zindi Reptilians at that point. But now loot crew. So loot. loot crew. But it's Picard, loot. Picard Data 5. But now, yeah. remind everybody what your ops is, Blue. My ops is 55, and my data is Tier 5. But Okay. My, and however, it's still Isolated uh, Cascade damage. Okay, so Isolated Cascade. But your ops is 55. You're using the NX-01, right? So what is... Your uh, what tier and level is your NX01 right now? Uh, it is still level five. So tier one, and level five, and you're going to loot. And what level of Zindi Aquatics are you hitting? Well, it was the my first trip ever, so I tried out the forties, just because I didn't know what to expect. Okay, I wasn't going to uh, punch up just enough, uh, but I did hit forty twos by my next cell, uh, well, well, by my last cell that day. All right, so you yeah. did you did forty, you did forty two with a tier one NX01. How well did you do? Um, each well without the battleship involvement, I averaged about fifty eight thousand haul per trip. Uh, I just I did various tests. I did the the loot crew, and then I did Pike Moreau data, and then I did Pike Cath Talon, and and I. I believe I just did the loot crew again at that point, uh, just because it was not 
any different. Um, so you're swearing like, by. I was, still getting the, I was still getting the same payouts. So you're uh, you're if, swearing if I was by more hostiles with Pike Talon. You know, doesn't matter because I wasn't getting as much loot. You know, I was getting the same loot. All right, so you're so. you're sticking with kind of one of my favorite crews, Picard Data Five, getting mashing up your isolytic with your loot gain. Um, and I got lucky, and I I killed two battleships, and like killing a battleship was like seventy eight thousand aquatic. Uh, now, I I do want to remind people you do have a crit floor. All right, your crit floor is healthy, so I presume you yeah, are still using level, VLT. I have a healthy level. I have a level four uh, crit floor. I used uh, Paris in my single load X slot, actually, just because I felt like having some semblance of mitigation might be nice. Okay, so we had one slot on a level one NX01 or a level five NX01 tier one, and you use Paris, not loot gain, not BLT, no hull breach, nothing. Certainly not here, because because uh, you would want to have BL not without BLT. So, okay. Now I'm going to change gears. Matters. You have a different idea uh, regarding crew, and but your perspective is also looking downward a little bit more towards the early levels of these hostels. For example, Blue's a 55. I mean, I, I'm a 56, and I'm not struggling a great deal. Not against the reptilians. I haven't tried the aquatics yet because I haven't built the ship. But Ops 55 is not exactly where everybody is. As a matter of fact, earlier everywhere, uh, I, or matters, I, I hope that you got to listen because I would like to ask your commentary as well on 40 through 42 because that's what we're seeing in the chat. That's what we're seeing everywhere is like, hey, listen, what are the 40s supposed to do? And the limited early data that I'm getting matters is kind of pointing out that the NX-01 is actually capable of improving this loop for 40 through 42. Is your data supporting that? And what crew can they use with their very limited and very rare special tokens? Yes, absolutely. I I agree with that. The the lack of shields and and extra hull health is uniquely uh, manufactured to combat these hostiles because it penetrates your shields and and you take no shield health. It all goes straight to the hull. So for players who have an ops appropriate NX01, they should find that it it does better than most other things in their arsenal, probably um against even the reptilians not just the aquatics that it has the damage bonus against exactly and that's kind of what i want to really focus on especially here early especially for ops 40 through 42 maybe 43 maybe 44 and i get it uh because they have struggled the most they're the ones who have had to go down and hit those 34s matters and get like four or five loot at a time when they need 200 just to do a claim. Last month, we said, well, it's not for you yet, right? Like, this is not your time yet. Except, as expected, Scopely provides another tool that you can pay for, all right? Or you can grind it out. I mean, in all fairness. But obviously, this ship is going to provide probably the most benefit to those early 40s levels players who now will actually be able to kill 
level 40s. Like, it's all but a guarantee, right? You were talking ops appropriate, but the ship unlocks at ops 40, and the level 40 hostiles are intended to be hit at ops 40. So a level 5 tier 1 NX-01 Enterprise is capable and is proving itself very capable at hitting the original last month's Zindi Reptilian Hostels, much less providing you the ability to go and hit the aquatics now. But the original Zindi Reptilians from last month, all right? And and you don't need to spend money to tear this thing up. you got to spend money to open it, yes, to build it. I agreed. But tier one out of the box matters this ship is actually working for low-level 40 players to hit that 40 and improve their odds at the Zindi Scrapper team, right? Yeah, absolutely it is. So what crew should they be using? Because right now, they've got a whole month to make up for when it comes to the Zindi Reptilian. They've got to do. They got to start jamming out double pulls, double pulls, double pulls. So they got to do that. Is the crew for the Reptilian going to be the same for the Aquatic? Because now those are going to be tough. We get one cell a day. What's the crew no. for the reptilians, and are they the same as the aquatics and the reptilians? The crew for the reptilians is gonna it's gonna vary depending on person, uh, depending on where their crew floor is at. Um, officer tiers are they, those are still gonna make a difference on the reptilians, um, which is also true for the aquatics. But the crew that I've used on the aquatics is using trip to nerf their big giant gun in the first round. Okay. Let's talk about that. Uh, big giant gun, what he's talking about, and I'm going to pull up stfc.space to take a look at this thing. All right. We were speculating matters as to what this thing was going to look like uh, yesterday, right? Because we've yeah. got this ability of the ship to, to skip nine shots. Okay, let's take a look at a Zindi Aquatic uh, Hostel, and we're just going to take a look at a Zindi Aquatic Level 40 Interceptor. Okay, look at this firing pattern right here. Matters, for those of us in podcast form, can you tell people what is the firing pattern of this Interceptor? This is supposed to be the grindable one, right? So what are we looking at here when it comes to a firing pattern of this hostel. I mean, this is ridiculous, man. Go home. <laughs> so the firing pad. Yeah, go home. 10, 10, 10 across the board. So it fires several shots. Uh, first, it fires a few kinetics, all of which have 10 shots. Then it fires an energy weapon. It's got two energy weapons after that, which fire 10 shots also. But then it's got one more energy weapon that fires nine shots. That last weapon, weapon number six, is the uh, that kills everything except for the NX-01 shot. Because the special ability of the NX-01 is it reduces all their shots by nine. In other so words... it's only got nine shots in the last weapon. Nine so shots per weapon. So that means in, yes. in for weapon number one, we're taking one shot. Weapon number two... Yep. One shot. One Weapon shot. number three, one Wait. shot. Number four, one shot. Weapon number five, one shot. Which, by the way, is still five shots. Okay. Yeah, the NX-01 perspective is knock off all the zeros in the bottom row. And that's the thing. Take a look at weapon six, where the weapon damage is 20 
billion per shot, nine shots. This is what they're talking about. This is the, the that big lethal amount of damage. Nobody's surviving 20 billion straight to hole. It's straight to hole, people. No. Okay? Nobody's surviving that. But what's nine minus nine? Zero. Nine minus nine means that the go home exactly. cannon does not fire. Come back and remember the ship ability of the NX-01. The ship ability of the NX-01 is reducing the number of shots per weapon by nine. And by the way, that is at tier one, level five. Okay, let's take a look at how this thing scales up. Uh, NX-01, okay, let's go to tier two. Tier two... Uh, you know what? We can't, we're not going to be able to see that, are we? We're not going to be able to see that so in stfc.space. Or does it stay nine all the way across the board? Does it just stay nine, nine all the way across the board? It stays nine, probably. Let's I'd check. I'd be surprised if it changed. Let's check a larger Zindi Aquatic Interceptor. Same firing pattern. So you know what? You're absolutely right. It is going to stay the same. It's going to reduce everything by nine per weapon. Again, getting rid of that big shot. Now, here's the thing. Schwag says, I don't know, man. This is kind of stupid. Actually, I, I don't know. Accurate. I this is actually awesome. okay game design. Okay. No, no, no. I think it's lore accurate. They're just like those India Quiet just look at the NX01 and they're just like, that thing is a museum piece. I'm gonna dial down my weapons because it just feels bad to hit them that hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's exactly what they're thinking, but I'm telling you, it is lore-friendly. And really, matters from a game design space, this, this is safe, right? This is actually safe game design when it comes to these hostels because it doesn't foobar other areas of the game, i.e. Tal, i.e. Freebooter, i.e. literally everything else they ever do. Okay, this is actually yeah. cool design. Okay, cool design, and it's out of lock. and it's out of the box. It's out of the box thinking because matters. Listen, Pike Pike Baro Chen. I don't know. Is Pike Baro Chen gonna work on this thing if you're level forty. Pike Baro Chen's your baby. That's that's your go to. Pike Baro Chen working on these things. Uh, yeah, on a, on an NX01. If you're only going to attack the interceptors, Pike Monroe Chen will work. Even though you have three kinetic weapons. Those ones don't deal a lot of damage. All ah. the damage in the first round is from the fifth weapon. The there one that go. fires in round one and never again for the rest of the fight. And that is more than five times stronger than. Oh, it's more than that. It's about 800% yeah. stronger than all of the other weapons. Okay. Well, With I guess that's 10 times the true. base damage. And yeah. it also has a 100% crit chance and a 1000% crit damage multiplier. Oh, snap. Woo. And so. That's so the That's base damage of 7 million is going to get amplified by 10. You're talking a 70 million shot. No. Yes. Zero. Why zero? Uh, it's not going to be zero. Not going to be zero. It's not going to be zero. Not going to be zero. No. Even with trip. Okay. It's not going to be zero. All right. So I, I am not necessarily 
that fussy about this. Not yet. Let's talk matters about ideal crewing. And I know I kind of keep dancing around this. Jewel or Blue came out and offered his suggestion. If you're talking to an Ops 42, how do you feel? What do you feel is the best crew? For a 42, I would probably send them in um, with with Piper on Chen and, and hit the interceptors and occasionally change up the crew to hit the battleships to get the uh, to get those rare tokens. Can people survive the battleships, though? I thought those things were basically totally RNG, like 30 percent chance uh, you're going are. home. You got a 30% chance of dying. So like the most efficient way is to find a good balanced crew that does relatively well against both of them and grind out the interceptors until your hull health gets low. And then when you've got enough hull left to take two or three battleships, if you win, if you win that RNG roll, then attack the battleships. So you're telling me that Pike if RNG against, but if, using Pike Marochad doesn't allow that. You yeah, stick to the interceptors with PMC. Bad gambling. So let me ask you this, Matters. If you were going to fight battleships, you're saying that notwithstanding the RNG, you can still have an optimum crew for those things. As in, even if you pass the RNG with a bad crew, you can still die. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. They're they're dealing more damage. They're taking. They're they're. I mean, when I hit the battleships, they take. They deal about two and a half times as much hull damage to me than, than the interceptors yeah. do. I'm, I messed and up I'm not today. Using I messed up my token today and died to the battleship, uh, just because I hit one too many interceptor and I died to just regular damage against the battleship. So, uh, if we're going to consider ourselves interested in trying to hit the battleships, then you're suggesting that a Pike Moreau Chen is not the ideal crew. What are you going to bring in to kind of grind on these interceptors, but still be able to maybe tap out two or three of these battleships provided RNG is on your side? I think well, I, the crew I've been using is Pike Moreau trip. Pike Moreau and trip and again reminding you what trip does okay reminding you what trip does trip on his officer ability is going to when you take damage which we are doing for multiple weapons on this ship he's going to decrease the opponent's critical damage by 50 percent for two rounds with a stacking ability so let's take a look here very quickly let's provide uh, pretend that we've got trip we got pike moreau we got trip on an nx01 Right, So we're going to take a look at uh, these hostiles, which have six weapons. Of course, only five of them are ever going to fire. Right, um, Let's take a look. Let me go back to the battleship here. Okay. Here we go. Zindi Aquatic. So five weapons, ten shots each, but they are being reduced by nine by the NX-01. So we've got five weapons, five attacks that are going to cause damage. Five attacks that are going to cause damage. Those five are going to hit us. And that's going to result in a tier one trip amplified by Pike Moreau. That's 250% at tier one. 
but you do Pike Moreau Chen. That's a 2.2. Golly, matters. That's a big number, isn't it? Yeah. Let's see. It gets up there. Let's it's see. It's 110 per shot at Tier 1 with trip. So on the interceptors, after the four shots, you're taking 440% off of that 1,000 crit damage. And going into round so, two, you actually have 550% reduction, meaning by the end of round two, you're at 1,000%. In round two, it doesn't matter anymore. It's, it's that one shot. It only fires at the end of round one. So it's, it's, it's that, that one shot at round one that you're, that you're nerfing. Uh, but as you tear up trip, by the time you get him to tier three, if you're boosting him with Pike and Moreau, he'll nerf that big, giant, massive shot with the huge crit chance down to zero damage. So when we're talking about the battleships, what you're referring to is weapon number four or weapon number five? It's so weapon on the number battleships, five. It's weapon number four. On the interceptors, it's weapon number five. They changed the firing pattern on the battleships. Uh, they removed one of the kind of warm-up shots, uh, and weapon five is the 30% chance of firing gun that will kill you. All right. Now. So weapon five is the RNG shot that may or may not trigger and blow you away in the first round. Are these things so killable in the first round? Uh, not so yet. That's, that's I mean, if you have a high say. enough NXO one hitting a level forty, then eventually, yeah. I mean, that's if, what I was going to point out is that uh, eventually, I don't know what the kind of pulls, like the loot pulls required. Like you might be like, I have to hit this high anyways. But for all I know, if you can get that NXO one tiered, or at least get to the point where you're killing this thing before that weapon even fires, you might be looking at a very which which would work great for the people that that loved the Borg before the tally showed up and, and want to do two hour grinds hitting the lowest level possible with their maxed out NX-01. Well, let's I remember, but I'm, let, let's remember too, with the ability of the NX-01 is 16 million percent of damage. So we knew coming into this thing that this thing was going to have a ton of shield and a ton of hole that we had to chew through. Look, the level 40s, yep. the smallest hostile matters, has it has 184 billion whole points. Yeah. <laughs> 184 billion protected by 123 billion shield points and this is an entry level 40. All right. That 16 mm -hmm. million percent damage boost is absolutely needed to chew through all that, which is why Isolytic is going to probably play a pretty big factor here. So when we're talking about Pike Moreau, we are talking about defensive measures. OK, but we still need to try to kill this thing relatively quick. The faster we kill it, the less shots that we're looking at. Have we looked at pure Isolytic crews and are they making a difference? It, it helps. It, it, it certainly it helps bring in a little bit more damage, but but it's not helping as much as the crit floor is, um, in my experience. Uh, and the the issue is also that the NX01's firing pattern, it's got two small guns that shoot every round, and two bigger guns that shoot every other round, starting in round two. So you've only got your two little 
energy weapons firing before that big shot. So it's it's, it's you're going to need a, a much higher damage bonus from having a much higher tier NX-01 before those two guns are dealing enough damage to knock out even the level 40s in the first round. Yeah. Uh, but by so round two, much easier. Jules, let me come to you for uh, some weigh-in on crew because you've got a chart here that tracked a couple of different crews courtesy of one of your community members pseudo tell us a little bit about this chart i'm going to throw it in the graphics room as well because this guy was able to take some battle logs from a few different players and kind of piecemeal together a little bit of chart based on the amount of damage taken from the aquatic zindis uh, as compared to different crews and, of course, proceeding as time goes on with the rounds because there is some benefit, Jules, in mitigation and defensive play, but with a 16 Correct. million percent damage output, it seems like Scopely is kind of giving us a clue here that damage output, particularly isolytic, seems like it's going to reign supreme here. What can you tell us about well, some of the math but, on crewing? This chart is specifically about the cruisers, which have that very large energy weapon, but then several small kinetic weapons that continue on throughout the rest of the rounds. So this is actually damage reduction crews that you would run, whether that's PMC or some form of adding Cath and Talon. And, uh, and Sudo's also put in there five for loot boost and maybe mitigation to kind of just compare where you're actually getting the benefit so, for instance, if you go and attack one of these and you are regularly ending your rounds underneath round 15, PMC is going to be the best damage reduction crew for the cruisers. Since we're talking about damage reduction, how do you guys feel about pick queue? Well, I think he'll actually be helpful below decks on the, on the NX-01. I've even put some points into the, uh, the hull like the whole healing uh, favor that came with the NX-01. Yeah, because that is basically... It's not what, yet, so it's not doing a lot yet, but... Well, and what we've will. noticed, too, Matters, is that not only have we seen Pick Hugh with his healing, but there's also, as you just mentioned, there are a couple of favors for healing as well, healing of the of the whole damage taken. So Karkin's right. Perhaps some of the defensive postures here could be mitigated by Hugh, by the favors. So... Is the crew that we're looking on the bridge, should it be defensive? And I kind of come back here, and, and of course, I don't have it yet, and I have requested sell, so I would really like to go out tomorrow and really uh, nail this thing, uh, Jules, tomorrow. But I don't see anybody pushing isolytic yet. Do we have data out there with pure isolytic crews? Like, are we able to kill this I, thing so in I've a round or two? I've ran isolytic just to test it myself. And I think the biggest problem is that there is this big gun in round one. And if you don't deal with that big gun, it doesn't matter if you kill them in five rounds or in 10 rounds, you're still going to be getting the, the largest bulk of your damage is going to come in that round one shot. And you're talking about so, on the cruiser, which is the battleship. Both. Correct. Well, I mean, even gun. both. Because if you talked about the in enhanced cruiser, you know, you, you're worried about this other big gun that's going to happen, but they both have this big gun that's going to hit you in round one if you cannot kill it within the first five shots. So unless you have an isolytic that is so powerful that you are dealing so much damage that you're killing this before you're taking that damage, that big shot, then I don't, I mean, personally, I'm seeing more loot 
per hole by running damage reduction crews than I'm seeing Ice Lake. Again, that's, I'm only that's a two not happening with a level five. Uh, XO1. You know, okay, like I hear what you're saying. In other words, blue. That's a, it's a tier four plus kind of testing. Yeah, one one rounding or two rounding these hostiles not happening with an early tier is what you're saying, blue, right? No. Yeah. Um. Okay. So until we get that damage boost, and by the way, this this is kind of what they're talking about when you take a look at the uh, NXO one damage boost. All right. Yeah. You know. Hey. Even at level five, this goes up to 40 million percent. All right, let's not pretend. We saw 16 million percent, but nobody has to do a daggone thing to get it to 40 million percent. Okay, 40 million percent is tier one, level five. All right, but when you get to tier four, it now goes to 130 million percent damage boost. And maybe Isolytic will start to get you there. But here at these early rounds, what you guys are saying is tier one, tier two, we are not yet strong enough to survive the shots, even at the early levels of these hostels, without some damage reduction. And if we are killing level 40s, Pike Moreau Chen is still a player. Now, Jules, as we tear up, matters as we tear up, as we ops up, listen, I can go and kill the 50 reptilians. So I might come in here and say, all right, I'm going to give a shot at a 50 uh, aquatic, a level 50 aquatic interceptor. Okay, so let's go mid-tier here. A level 50 aquatic interceptor. Am I anywhere close to dealing with this thing with a tier three, tier four NXO one. That's a, that's a lot I, of you might, you, you might kill one. Mm, okay. If you're, if you're really, really lucky, but probably not. Probably not. So really the forties through 45s, that's what most people are going to be, are going to be dealing with here. Right. Oh, uh, people are in the chat. I've been seeing talking about warp range. Quick, important note. There's a favor. There is That's a favor. As a matter of fact, very important uh, favor. Yeah. Just do level one and it's a plus 50 warp. Yeah. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I, I, I don't even believe I haven't even bought into this whole daggone loop yet. All right. But that was that was a favor that I actually did. I think yesterday uh, right here, I got level one. It's a 12 level. Look at the. Dude, the, the warp ranges on this blue well, just as a, to the event, so so, just as a uh, side tier note. Six to seven, holy smokes. Tier six to seven has the has the G five warp uh interlock. So well, that's, that's for the I, ship. I, I was I was that, I was gonna take a note. The ship. Like how far could I get with the ship if I was where I couldn't or I'm not allowed or I'm not supposed no. to get. However, like the favor pre G5 no one has tiers. reported any tier locks. Like, it, this is not actually tied to the tier of your NX01. That's correct. Well, I would yeah, imagine I this is tied to your, any favors, uh, your uh, export locks rank and reputations. In any store, do they? I mean, well, there's not that we've seen here. The export they tree. They, I don't think they have the mechanics to in this favor, in this favor yeah. kind of UI thing. So 1,200 is is how how you know, the warp range that you could get on the tier one NX01. Damn! <laughs> 40. <laughs> that's a big one. No, no, not Ops 40. Not Ops 40. Why, uh, Blue? I, was just, I just did a quick sweep through STFC, and I saw from tier 6 to 7, 
Oh, I, I guess. Oh, sorry. The level of these. Sorry. Never mind. Yeah, I, no, that's I, what we were just saying. The level it. is only going to be I, locked I, by rep. I was being, I was being foolish. I was thinking about the the warp interlock on the on the annex of what. That's right. The You're talking the ship. The favor is completely different. <laughs> All right. So I forgot let's... my own point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, Darkfire. That makes this ship, along with its cargo, an actual decent OPC hunter. Now, does that make a little bit more sense as to the ability of this ship being able to peer into deep space systems? Dude, look at the warp range on this, Jules. And now with its ability to be able to peer into fog of war systems and having a decent cargo, I mean, is this ship going... I mean, is this ship going to be able this to, to this fight ship miners? Is, uh, yeah, this ship, I think, was just scopely saying, okay, no more 60 miners, please. And they need to be hit. Top chop. <laughs> I mean, are they going to be able to kill big 30 million power Novas? It probably will, right? Big hull. Yeah. Good if weapons. It's, can. <laughs> it's pretty, if you max tier of the NX-01 is slightly higher total strength than a max tier tally. Wow. Dude, this. So. So. Dude, I gotta be honest with you. That ship just got a little bit more valuable to me. <laughs> that yeah. ship just got a little bit more valuable to me. Actually, crazy or not, loop notwithstanding. Okay, the uh, IP server just got more angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Baba Joe's just got more pissed. All right. Um, so anyway, uh, all right. We'll talk a little bit more. Hi, Baba. I see you in the chat. <laughs> you want to pop up? Pop up and say hi. I know VIP is angry enough. Wait, why is VIP angry about the ship? I think they're more angry about the loop, but we really don't know yet. You know, like they're they're holding out for they're holding out for for the Sigma reveal, uh, I think, before they get, you know, they get crazy into that. So we'll see. Um, all right. Uh, matters. Let me come back. Let's say that we're we're trying to punch up a little bit. Let's say we're going with a 43 or a 44, even a 45 level hostile. You still do you uh, still believe in damage reduction over isolytic? before say what where do you think the break is on the tier of the nx01 do you when do you think players should transition from defensive play to offensive play or loot gain well i i i haven't got far enough yet to to figure it out it, it it's going to depend a lot on on what where players are at as far as what they have progression wise in other areas it's also going to depend a lot on people's play styles. Some people don't mind the grind. They'll grind hundreds of hostiles Blech. in one run, Blech. and they're happy to do it. They do it all day long. Blech. Other people, like me, I mean, I, I want to punch up. I want to get in, get as much as I can in 10 minutes and go home. Yeah, same here. Same here. I, I You know, Bubba and I have talked about this a lot. I'd rather go in and kill seven, eight hostiles, and, like, I'm good, right? If I die after seven, eight hostiles, like, I'm good. Especially if I got a oh, decent yeah. amount of loot. Like, that's fine. I hate grinding. Uh, I hate grinding yeah. like 40 hostiles at a time. It, it's killing me. So, um, all right. If I we will were. say, though, this, this, this data gathering and answering these questions, they are incredibly difficult with the absolute trickle mm -hmm. of warp cells that Scopely has given us, which is can we, I, I, what's this content? I don't know. Well, I can't that, access it. Yeah, that, that's why I feel like this testing is going to be so good. And I will kind of remind and point out as we get ready to wrap up this segment, tomorrow night on Twitch, uh, we are going to enter the laboratory with Blue and Jules. Uh, hopefully Matters can join us. Uh, I have requested 12 cells. 
that will give us plenty of back-to-back opportunities for us to look at isolytic, look at defensive play at level 40s, level 42s, level 44s maybe, and just see where we're making the progress. I intend on burning all of these sales. I'm not going to keep them or save them for any kind of benefit. I figure we're going to die a lot. So I want to look at a couple of different crews. We're going to use this data uh, that we've got over here uh, from Jules, the, uh, this screenshot right here, to take a look. We're going to use this to kind of guide us. And I put this in the graphics room, by the way. I'm going to use this to kind of guide our testing, Jules, to find out, okay, so you know, how quickly can we kill it? Because if we're doing some isolytic in there, or if we've got you know, extra isolytic ability from Cascade or, or whatever, I think that that has to play a little bit of a part in how quickly we can kill it. Uh, and the sooner we can kill it, I mean, I, from what I'm looking at here, Jules, even not even round 15, but probably round 18, Pike Moreau Chen is, is the best. If it takes longer than 20 rounds, then you start to find another option. But really, up to about 17, 18 rounds, doesn't look like anything comes close to Pike Morochan. Am I, am, I, am I reading this right? Well, well, yes, you are reading these crew samples, right? And I just want to make sure that we give credit to Sudo for actually making this. Um, the, the thing that we're going to start playing with once we unlock Archer is what we've been using 5 for. She has been the loot bonus with, you know, Chen and Talon when we were by, grinding board probes back in the day with the original Vradar. Mm -hmm. Is Archer Chen Talon going to be the crew? I think that's going to be the next set of testing that we'll need to do once we have unlocked Archer. And that should be able to be done this coming weekend as we are expecting Archer in the same form of SMS SLB combination as we saw with Trip Tucker last month. Um, I want to get. I, I will say you are, but one perspective. And I, I think you're going to need more perspectives on these crews. So like, I think you should Agreed. have Scopely send me 12 warp cells as well. <laughs> All right. How many people so want 12 warp cells? Raise your hand. Uh, listen, if the you whole, want 12 warp cells, yeah, <laughs> oh, that's a lot of hands. Oh, geez. Oh, man, look at all the hands. Yeah. Hey, car can car. We need it from a level 40 perspective as well. Okay. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, what, what is the surprise? You're going to need to give it to me. <laughs> I need some testing with a max trip. Uh, max my trip for me. Yeah. Max listen, scopes. I will nerf. <laughs> <laughs> we'll completely nerf that that big gun without any. I don't know that until I test it. <laughs> Matters. We need, we need Max Trip to be handed to us yes. so we can test right. that. Obviously, yes, actually, yeah. Trip's gonna be correct, like some some uh, some Orion showed me this trick. <laughs> yeah, it's you got it. All right. Um, no, so Bubba, uh, Trip was not sourced in an auction last month. They did the solo milestone and then paired another officer uh, auction with him. Uh, different officers in weeks two and week three. Uh, however, what I'm expecting this month is to go back to more of a traditional thing uh, where we see combination solo milestone, solo leaderboard. Okay. Uh, does that mean that 100% of Archer's shards are going to be available in the SMS? I don't know. Um, I would love to see that. I would love to see 100% of Archer plus a solo leaderboard. Uh, I don't know if that's going to happen, but we have been told that they're going to revert to a slightly more traditional model, which does indicate paired SMSs and uh, alliance or uh, solo leaderboards. But we are also seeing heroic 
solo milestones as well. So I don't know what they're actually going to do uh, with regards to those numbers. We'll see in four short days. All right. Um, <laughs> don't worry, Iskaren. They, you have no need to be uh, or have to have an urge to be a content creator because like uh, <clears throat> doesn't really doesn't really come with any benefits. <laughs> Never really come without it. I have to beg for wait. What today is Wednesday? So yeah, three days. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday, three days. Three days. We're gonna find out. All right. Uh, on how Captain Archer is gonna be sourced to us. Uh, Jules, uh, as we get ready to wrap up, and I want to thank Matters very much. Hopefully, you uh, can be on hand with us tomorrow night. Uh, and I really appreciate your time as well, Blue Mandalorian. Uh, thank you guys so much. We'll. Uh, give you guys a round of applause for all of our contributors. Jules, I want to give you the final word as we're kind of getting ready to wrap up tonight. Um, you had a lot of other stuff in the lab. If you were going to kind of summarize and just say, hey, this NX01, like it's a little bit more broad than we thought. Uh, it's providing players some benefit, not even withstanding its active ability. Has anybody even gauged out the active ability and how the juice is being sourced for the active ability like that? We don't... Do I even know that yet, Jules? Um, it's just a claim, like all the other ship abilities. So it's a claim. It's free. doesn't cost credits. How many are they giving you in a day? A thousand. So you get one Fog of War peak per day. That's it. Yep. It doesn't seem game-breaking. There's a max capacity. I don't know what the max capacity is yet. I, I'm just I'm not excited about that ability at all. I'm going to use it as much as I use Relentless Assault. Which one's that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, I will remind you guys, and again, I, unfortunately, let me let me do this, Madrox. You're right. Let me do remind you that there are some bonus materials, bonus credits, and bonus ship parts in the field training assignments uh, that you will unlock once you actually build this thing. A few of them are grindy. The early ones I have heard are relatively simple. I haven't seen them yet. Uh, I think... What is it? Number three is pretty grindy. You got to do like a hundred aquatic hostels. Um, but these are reasonable uh, jewels that I, I've seen so far. So I, I don't know how deep it's going to get, but there is uh, some cool stuff in the field training. I encourage you guys to be sure and remember to check that out once you unlock the NX01. Jules, final word. Before you, Go yeah, ahead. Before you take off, I just wanted to uh, we cycle through some of these charts. We do have a lot of blank spots, uh, so I kind of just wanted to show off some of these charts where we're at now and uh, kind of solicit some responses from the community, uh, see if we can get that filled out. All right. I've got your, I've got your Google Sheet pulled up, and so, uh, again, I'm going to throw these screenshots into the graphics room. If you have data for a spot that's blanked out, please be sure to send that over to Blue or Jules for submission into... So the um into this google chart and of course the link for the google sheet is in our graphics room as well uh go ahead and do a quick talk through uh jules with the charts that you want to solicit data for yeah, and i'll throw ahead. those in the graphics room and the, show uh, show them on twitch go ahead pop over to the next tab export favors okay here we got all of the favors we know and with their levels uh, obviously the ones that were added recently are kind of near the bottom right yeah, here we go. Okay, that's what I was looking for right here. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to copy this entire chart and throw this in the graphics room. Obviously, this is a lot of data that we're missing, so please feel free to uh, to help us out with that. And uh, really just, just looking... Just regard my graphic on the right. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, Thanos going with the... That is brilliant. Uh, for those of you in podcast form, here's a little bit of uh, golden goodness right here. It's Thanos with uh, all of the export credits as Infinity Stones. I actually really like that blue. Very, very clever. Um, lots of new favors added in here, including three exclusively for the NX-01 and then several others that are generic throughout the game. Uh, but a lot of yellow spaces here, so looking for a lot of data to help out. What else do you have for Indeed. us, Blue? Uh, next tab over, NX-01 and the refinery. We have uh, all, everything that's related to the NX-01 refinery, so the scrap trade, and all of this is going to be based on tiers. So if you currently have a tier 4 or above, love some help. Yeah, what we're, what we're seeing here looks like the the last player or, or the highest player that's been able to submit data to us is only tier three with their NX-01. Now, let me just ask Jules real quick. That's a little uncharacteristic for a new ship. There's usually a whale somewhere that'll blast through this thing. Do you Oh, there feel was already. Sammo has already posted a max NX-01. A max NX-01, which I've seen a screenshot of. Over 500 yeah. million in power. Uh, the fact that more people are not adopting this, do you see, do you, and Bubba would, would certainly offer some insight on this, uh, probably accurate insight in that spenders are waiting. Some, some of them. Obviously, there's already a maxed one out there. But, I mean, in general, it feels like spenders might be waiting on this thing a little bit just to kind of see if the, the juice is worth the squeeze, so to speak. You are also not getting as much data submission what do you attribute that to? I mean, we've got data through Tier 3. Does that mean the players are slowing their role and their progression through the ship? I, I just also want to point out that it takes people like Silvis, Blue, and myself and other people in the community to actively see those screenshots posted by members and then PM them and say, hey, please help. Help me collect data. Um, and right now, I know that I'm been incredibly busy with work. So is Blue. So are you. And so we've just not been as aggressive at seeking that data out. It is tough to gather this much data. So being able to come on here now and just say, hey, people, help us out. Jump into the chat room, tag me or Blue, uh, and post some of those screenshots. And we can, uh, again, post some of these in the graphics room. You can see there's a lot of columns missing there. Uh, only have complete data in the NX-01 refinery through Tier 3. So looking for extras there that would be very, very helpful in, in completing this so that players, other players can look at this and determine whether or not this is a loop that's going to be for them. Uh, Jules, final thoughts, anything you'd like to share? At this early stage, do you like, and I know that that's a very generic question. I'm not going to ask you to quantify your response, but... Do you like the NX-01? Um, I, I like new loops. Like I'm a person who likes loops, and I see the value. This is definitely has more added value than buying just the credits alone. Or even just the prime Borg or ordinance. This, this is going to take engagement, but it's going to be, give me more value in the long run. Blue, your, uh, your point on that as well? I like getting more uh, export credits just because of their utility. I hope this ship loop gives a sufficiently sufficient increase in those credit incomes. Uh, I'm still kind of gripey about the warp cells. I would like to be, I think it's limiting my engagement with the loop. Uh, and it would be limiting anyone who's G5 plus who doesn't feel as rewarded by this loop, unlike the people in early G4, who would I would highly recommend. Do you think Scopely did that on purpose, 
blue to keep people from burning themselves out on too much screen time like i mean we've joked in the past that people need rescuing from themselves people complain about screen time yet if scopely imposes no limits players will grind their asses off right i mean we've seen it do you think that the limited number of cell locks is actually scopely's attempt at forcing players to slow roll their progression through this loop and not allow them to spend unlimited hours grinding this thing i honestly think that scopely should be more transparent when it comes to stuff like that just because i don't know if there is tact and expert about it they just might they just missed any slight misstep and it just comes off as bad content uh versus like targeted content so i think being transparent from the get-go about how it's designed or like saying like this is like uh you know g5 players will see value in it but you know super value for like the hot zones this g4 bracket let me ask one last question to Jules with regards to the refit, because obviously it's going to be super important, right? I mean, the extra sell blue is just saying, like, I'm feeling really limited by this to be able to double your engagement is only going to come through the unlock of the NX01 refit. Do you feel players should be saving their export credits? Is this a high priority use of epic export credits? I mean, we've talked about some of the other favors, prime clip, uh, crit floor. <coughs> There's a an, there's an edit for Griffin. All right, uh, the <laughs> the prime crit floor, uh, absolutely necessary. Particle beam delay. We talked about a couple of these last month, right? These are necessary favors. Do you consider? Stop it, chat. <laughs> Do you consider the refit as a necessary investment before pursuing other favors? I think it's an easy investment because it takes epic. And right now, there isn't a lot of favors that are going to change your game that much to spend that epic I think that was on. by design. I think that was by design by Scopely to pick the least required rarity. And Does the, the loot the, bonus the also rate. take epic? It, every now and then it takes epic. But again, if you have an extra sell, you basically can double your loot. So is it worth it to ignore the loot bonus there, get Archer, which is going to, you know, overshadow any loot bonus you get from a favor, and then just focus on getting that refit. If it's just <laughs> for the Zanis. sell, maybe not, but if it's for the sell and this extra income of resources, yes, I think it is worth it to get the refit and focus on that. So you're prioritizing, in, in your mind, you guys are prioritizing the refit over anything else that requires epic credits at this time. That's what I'm doing, personally, yes. Okay, fair enough. Guys, that is what we have right here on day two. Obviously, a lot of data still to come. Hopefully, tomorrow, Jules, I'm going to be able to not only demonstrate some crews with you guys as we're out in space and actually trying and testing out some of these crews. I am convinced that isolytic output is going to have to perform decently for me. But we are going to look at defensive posturing as well. Uh, and again, uh, shout out, uh, Jules to your buddy, uh, who did the data chart for us. I'm sorry, Sandy pseudo pseudo. Thank you very much for providing the data to the community. We are going to put, uh, some of that stuff to the test, reinforce that and look at defensive posturing versus offensive posturing tomorrow on the stream, as well as hopefully providing you guys a complete and full data chart on ops bracketing and tier bracketing rewards of resources and Sigma 
from the refit daily claim bundle. I think that also has some people a little bit tepid here, Jules, people kind of waiting to see if this refit is going to provide anything before they invest a bunch into the ship. And I think Scopely should not be surprised that people want to know what it is that they're buying. Hopefully we'll have that data for you tomorrow night as well. Plus this coming Saturday, a nice big celebration stream, a long stream to kind of celebrate uh, <laughs> coming an end to a chapter. We'll celebrate with you most of the afternoon, Saturday, lots of prizes and stuff to be given away. Plus, yes, community, I will be giving away not one, not two, but three NXO1s this coming Saturday uh, during our big extravaganza stream. So be sure to tune in for that uh, this coming Saturday on uh, right here on Twitch. And uh, if you're listening on podcasts, we will recap that uh, coming up on Sunday as well. Thank you, Q. Appreciate that very much. Anything else that we need to touch on tonight? Any must-knows? Jules, that players need to know before taking another step in this thing, or are we good to try to play through this for the next day or two or three as we start to try to get our feet under us with regards to these new Zindi hostels? Let's do it. All right, the, fantastic. And the Zindi escalation uh, favor was updated to also new loot. It was what? You know, the Zindi Escalation, the loot boost that yes. came with the first arc, uh -huh. it has been updated to also include the aquatic loot. Oh, very good. Okay, so boost. one thing did carry over, the loot boost from last month's favor carrying in to aquatic, so that's very good. Captain's Log said, will Shran unlock with the battle pass and events 100% participation? Yes. Shran will be unlockable. I think he requires the $20 battle pass, though. I don't think it's, I don't think he said it was going to be free, but it will be available. Actually, maybe it was. Yes, there's going to be a lot of strand shards. Okay, a lot of strand shards that are going to be thrown out there. So you're going to be, you'll have plenty of those to go there. Uh, very special thank you tonight to our laboratory guest, uh, Matters, Jules Verne and Blue Mandalorian. Ladies and gentlemen, a round of applause for these fine gentlemen. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so very, very much for what you have provided to this community through your expertise, mathematical analytics, data, and sharing of your knowledge. My name is Ultimate DJs. Thanking you guys so very much for being a part of our audience here tonight as we bid you farewell on the stage of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, and uh, appreciating you guys bearing with no commercials and no news and all the crazy stuff that we wanted to do tonight just to get the information out to you guys faster and and honestly, you know, Jules, this wasn't, this didn't end up being a, an, an unwelcome format. Maybe Sunday is like our laid back podcast where we do some news and we do some goofy things, but maybe Wednesday night we just get, get into it, right? Like just go. Cause like, I'm still going to be working and coming back and trying to do the prep and all that stuff. Like, you know, maybe Wednesday's just our, our no must, no fuss show. Get into it, right? It's good post arc fall. All right. You guys like it? You guys like it, Trek fans? Says, I prefer it this way. Okay, very good. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, what do we have going on here tonight? We have Bafty online. We have... Um, is there any Star Trek Fleet Command streamer? I don't see. Bafty's on. You know what? I've actually been following a new... Um, I've been following a new streamer. She's a DJ. Her name is Thug Shells. <laughs> Has anybody uh, seen her before? I actually ran into one of our audience members. I can't remember who it is. Ran into one of our audience members. I tell you what, let's just go say hi. Let's go say hi to Thug Shells. 
I, she's a DJ. She's fun. She's cute. She plays great house music if, you, if you're into that stuff. Uh, go check that out uh, if you're here on Twitch. In the meantime, if you're on podcast, I'd like to thank you for being a part of our live studio audience and invite you to join us on our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.com, TalkingTrekSTFC.com for your link to all things, whether it be our website, podcast, merch store, patron program, uh, YouTube, Twitch, and all the rest. Thank you so very much for being a faithful and loyal member of our Litterbox community. I am your friendly neighborhood cat person, Ultimate DJ Sam. Y'all for now, love you a minute. Catch ya on the next episode of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Good night, everybody. Bye.